Welcome to Eclipse, the Heroes podcast, except, oop, still not quite Heroes. <laughs> we are doing our last of our four of American Horror Story episodes for Spooky Season. Today we are going to talk about Season 10, the second half, Death Valley. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And that literally sounded like you did like a crunch berry, like, oops, all berries. <laughs> All American Horror Story. <laughs> Oops. That's the way things happen. Ruh-roh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the, the season's over, over now. So now we got to talk about it. Yeah, you got nothing left to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Keisha, overall thoughts on the last four episodes, which were Death Valley. I really liked it, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, it had a lot of the stuff that I really enjoy, just in general, mm-hmm. that I'm uh, I'm an absolute sucker for. Um, but it also, I mean, it had some some pretty glaring flaws. Um, I think in a lot of like the present day stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of great because I love how, with the exception of the incredibly truncated feeling ending, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the four episodes was, like, a really nice amount uh, to tell a story and not go, like, really off the rails into stupid directions, focus too much on characters we don't give a shit about, start throwing in a bunch of things that don't matter. Like, it had a pretty good control over that. So it was, like, a nice little middleman between an American Horror Stories and, like, the main show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a controversial opinion, I believe. Well... But look, we're a heroes you and I podcast. Are contrarians when it comes to this shit. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> look at the show that we're talking about that like people are like, "Oh, it's terrible after whatever." You know, it's yeah. <laughs> we live to fight that fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I enjoyed um, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. I enjoyed the new uh addition. I want Neil McDonough to show up in another episode mm-hmm. or another season. Mhm. He's great. He's great in everything. I've been a fan of that man for a very long time. Um Sarah Paulson finally got to really be, like, a villain for most of it, yeah. which was great. Yeah, yeah, She doesn't really get to do that without getting, like, severely upstaged. Yes. Um, she had a role that, like, if they still were able to cast her, I feel like they would have tried to give to, like, a Lang almost. Mm-hmm. Like, she had that kind of vibe, which I think really worked for her. Um, I absolutely adore Cody Fern. I think he's great. I think he needs to be in all the future seasons. I think that he's such a little asset for them to have. Um, you know, using using his, his proper American accent, because he's clearly an American. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he can't help that he has a really decent American accent. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it had such a cool, like, past and present thing where the past was shown way more than the present, and that was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. playing with historical events and characters and stuff. Um, and the stylistic choice, obviously. I'm such a fucking simp for black and white. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, it has some cool stuff. Um, aliens, really just going full on with aliens. Like, there wasn't any, like, stupid twist to that or anything. Like, nope, it was aliens, and here's the plan, and here's what's happening, and then when they achieve it, it's like, okay, goodbye, humans. Like, <laughs> it was just pretty straightforward, and I and I could really appreciate that, honestly. Yeah, I kind of, like, I feel like that's my gripe with, like, I think both parts of the season, is that it's very much what's on the tin, when I feel like a part of mm. American Horror Story is you want an unreliable narrator in there, you want to, like, have some surprises, 
or I feel like I wasn't mm-hmm. surprised by either part of the season. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I just, the thing that I liked about um, Death Valley versus Red Tide is, um, I don't know, I just felt like these characters were more interesting and like, I was okay with it being pretty straightforward and I knew there were only four episodes, so I was like, well, they, if they overcomplicate this, it's going to fall apart really bad. So I was okay with that, but that is a really fair complaint because, um, especially with what um, maybe Eisenhower says at the end, like, you know, how about we tell the story with a twist or whatever? And it's like, but there wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they, they fully committed to um, an ending that they they stuck with. So The nice thing, though, about the characters for, like, especially the black and white stuff, is they're all famous figures, so they don't have to do character building. Yeah. There's a lot of assumption you kind of yes. know your history, and so they can do a little Which twist really on that. Which is really smart for a four-episode thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the modern, like, kids, you know, they didn't have, like, to have a ton of personality. We kind of, in that first episode with them, got enough to know what they were about. Yes. Yep. Because they they were just literally like vessels to serve a purpose, quite literally in some case. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm glad we didn't spend an, a lot of time with the present day. I think that would have been a big mistake. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about that uh, as it as it went on. Actually, like every week, I was like, "Oh, please don't spend too much time in this. Like, I don't. This isn't going to be interesting." Whereas all the shit that happened in, like, the 60s and 70s was really cool to see through the lens of, like, but what if aliens were controlling the decisions, you know? Like, yeah, I totally could have been with, like, could have gone for, like, three, maybe even the start of fourth is all black and white, and then we get, like, a little modern at the end. A little modern. Yeah, or they could have, like, yeah. Yeah. They could have done just, like, a little, little bit, and I mean, like, oh, and then, you know, but here's the thing is, like, the the teens or the 20-somethings, they're 20-somethings, um... I don't give really a good goddamn about them, and I'm not really supposed to, I don't think. And that's no. kind of how the show's doing it. But um, but Calico was great. Yes, so. yes. I'm glad we got to spend the time that we did with her. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So that was cool. Also, is Steve Jobs an alien or what? Is that what we're saying? I don't know if they're saying, like... There, there's a lot of things that I have questions about, like, what they were implying for things this season. Uh-huh. Um, especially yeah. that, too. I'm like, are we implying he's an alien, or is it just, like, he was taken? Because, you know, he's, like, dead at, in 2021. So we're implying that they took him uh-huh. and that his death didn't actually happen. He's just hanging oh, with aliens. Oh, like, like how they did with Mamie? Yeah. Because he was one of the, like, you know, humans that helped them out or whatever, I guess. Um, Potentially, or yeah, you know. They, like, you know, that was their, their gratitude for, you know, him being the face of the technology that he quote-unquote invented. I so, That might be, I think yeah. you might have nailed it right on the <laughs> on the head there. Well, I'm, I'm really used to it at this point with American Horror Story that you have to connect your own dots. Mm-hmm. You have to fill mm-hmm. in your own shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's probably what they're trying to imply. I mean, without really... But see, that's the thing, right? Is they could have spent a whole episode talking about that and it would have really muddied the waters a bit. And I'm glad they didn't. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what do you think about them leaving the ending pretty open? How how was it open? Well, I mean, it was like, it was abrupt. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get to see what happens past. Oh, oh. The, uh. The I, I think, well, I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty much just like game over humans. <laughs> like, I think that, I mean, there's probably, you know, uh, some sort of rebellion once they figure out what's going on. You know, it'll be like, you know, an Independence Day or whatever type of thing. But like. It seemed pretty, I mean, yeah, that is the thing about it. It's like, they've never had an ending before on American Horror Story that was so just like, felt like an abrupt ending of an episode. I honestly had to double check to be like, it is only four episodes, right? And then it was like, oh, it is. Oh, um, okay then. 
there's 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 the you know that's that's uh let's close the folder on that i suppose mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that definitely was a little abrupt um they could have maybe had like a little more after that but um yeah i don't know it was interesting because like um with the exception of the um inclusion of uh mr falchuk on most of these episodes and uh manny koto who is now you know has done uh horror stories and red tide um a lot of newbies behind the camera and on the scripts Mm -hmm. so very it felt different which was cool like stylistically not just being black and white and you know color like in the present it was shot differently like it had a different vibe in a lot of it it was cool to to get to see this show in different hands um so to speak Mm -hmm. but the ending has a lot to be desired that is true so yeah do you think they chose to have that ending as well as the ending that we got like for um red tide because it kind of feels very uh cinematic as an ending whereas like i could see we're watching this alien movie and then like ooh, that's it and there's the credits and the same thing with like oh we're seeing this this city like being destroyed and they drive off and that's the credits you know tell the tell the good people what you wanted the twist to be with death valley <laughs> oh yeah okay so I was like, because the elephant in the room, there was no connection between uh, Death Valley yeah, and Red Yeah, and they, they, they were lying and saying there was going to be, like, a while ago. But that was, like, before COVID, really. You have to think. These are not the seasons they were would have had. Running, I swear no there's pandemic. a promo, though, that is, like, two stories something or whatever. Like, that's more recent. Oh, probably. But, you know. Mm-hmm. So there is no connection. So I was like, what if Death Valley was written by our uh by henry from part one and we're getting to watch his stuff that he wrote on the pill or something <laughs> like that and that's the reveal which honestly would have been really fun um i would have been okay with that honestly um yeah because now it's like okay <sighs> okay so now you're opening a door here um <laughs> that i wasn't thinking i would go down but now it's opening in my head okay um, so this happening, it, it, we're still saying then that American Horror Story takes place in one world, right? That is the assumption, but I don't think we had any connections in this season to past ones. I'd have to, like, watch some YouTube so, videos to see if people found Easter eggs, but I haven't found any. But is that is that, like, a glaring Easter egg in and of itself? Is that there's no connections? And so this might actually be happening, like, outside of the... AHS verse and maybe they'll talk about it as a thing later like maybe it's a an alternate universe or maybe it is a movie and we just don't know it yet and they'll talk about that in the next season like you can't I mean that that blows up the whole like it takes place in one timeline thing out the fucking water to have all these things happen so yeah like there is it gonna be their both movies because we kind of are running into like apocalypse scenarios even in stories we had a couple endings that were like kind of apocalypse scenarios yeah. at the end i i truly think that stories now that we're talking about this i truly think that stories is definitely like its own kind of self homage i don't think it takes place in the greater scope i think it just sort of plays with those toys does that make sense mm-hmm. like that's what you're saying because there's gonna be too much fucking with the timeline mm-hmm. of everything which they've already done a lot of so yeah i don't know i'm, I'm just yeah do you feel like at some point last year when they weren't filming, they were just like, you know what? We don't need to have a connection to the past stuff. Who cares? 
Which is fine. I honestly think that they've become too beholden to it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Keeps them from telling new stories like they did with Death Valley. Um, and I don't count Red Tide because, I mean, so much of it was like, you could replace this character with this character from this season and this stuff already happened in this season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like Death Valley truly was like, let's do something completely separate from the rest of the shit. And I like that. I like that we didn't talk about... You know, this location, we didn't show this character dealing with aliens. Like, no, like, this is its own separate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's where it needs to be at this point. Perhaps. Ten seasons in, man. Perhaps. Yeah. Which, we didn't even talk about the storyline of, of the season. Uh, go for it. Just, like, a little quick thing for anyone who hasn't seen it or whatever, um, and, you know, is still listening to this. Um... Basically, they're taking all the ideas about, like, um, like Albuquerque and Area 51 and everything and making it, like, a real thing where, basically, there's this alien race that comes to Earth and they um, need to find a new home. So they end up making a deal, ultimately, with our government, um, the president of which at the time was Dwight D. Eisenhower, played by Neil McDonough. Uh, to basically do a trade-off. You let us take some of your people for experiments... We will give you great technological advances, which at the time was very like, you know, you know, you'll you'll get it before the Russians, you know, and and they couldn't not say no. So they tweak all these historical events to be related to that, including um, the assassination of JFK, um, the downfall of Richard Nixon, all of this stuff. So that's what they do is they're like, okay, you let us have some of your people. We will give you great technology, advances like you've never known, you know, medical technology, everything. You just got to do this. It's like an easy trade, right? So he signs it away and he feels guilty about it the whole time. But then his wife, Mamie Eisenhower, is, uh, she's a piece of work. <laughs> and that's uh, Sarah Paulson's character. And it's really great to watch her be um, pretty devious throughout, honestly, mm-hmm. because she's actually capable of seeing what at the time seems like the greater good of it all. But you know, she'll she'll live to regret it. But yeah, basically, Area 51 is where this is happening. Um, they're holding people. We see it in the present day with these um, 20-somethings who end up getting abducted when they're out in the desert, like, camping. Um, and the whole thing that they're experimenting is they're trying to create a perfect hybrid between our species so that it can survive. And they impregnate uh, humans in order to do so, males and females. And, uh, yeah, so we just sort of, we do both sides of that. We see all the different events through history, um, happening as this is going on. And then we see in the present day, we see the, you know, this group of 20 somethings, you know, who are probably destined to die, (laughs) um, who are going through what's, what, what, you know, the deal actually means. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see this like alien thing with, uh, the historical, like, I guess, film over it, um. I'm such a sucker for alternate history stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun to be like, what if this? So, um, yeah. And they, and they win. They win. They managed to find a perfect vessel. So. Yep. And turn it into a little baby. Bye, humanity. Which can we talk about that? Because so much of this um, season, this part of the season is either co-written or directed by women. Mm-hmm. And to have this idea of like the government sanctioning people to be like baby makers Tell me that's not political. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I was thinking the yeah. same thing. Yeah. That's a lot more subtly political than cult. Let me tell you that. So uh, Not just women, though, because there were men. We had uh, full-on Mpreg in this season. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way. I know, but, let's, you know. Let's not bury that. Just, uh, I don't think we mentioned that at all. Can we? 
Can we? I did. I said I said males and females are are getting knocked up with alien babies. Um Yeah. So But still, yeah, government and body autonomy and all that, yeah. Yeah, body autonomy, you know, deals with the devil and for what, you know, kind of kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um Which it all it all kind of loosely ties into the beginning where um this uh, season once again has um, Kaya Gerber, who I think is better in this than she is in uh, stories. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's gonna win in, um, any awards anytime soon, but she, you know she's 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 she's, she's fine, um, which is fine. Um, her character makes this big stink about um, wanting to be a luddite before they get it abducted, and telling all of her friends they should do the same, which is basically um, they're people who don't like, uh, you know, they, they don't have like current technology and they don't believe in like future technology and they just they you know they're very they're analog people basically mm-hmm. um so it's like this whole thing about like oh we've sold our souls and our and our yeah and our and our and our personhood for you know it's like a character basically says you know for like what like computer chips and like you know the ability to share memes across the world is that why we've sold our souls so to speak and so. little do they know <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little on the nose once you, you know, figure out, I guess, like, the one of the overall themes. But I think they do some really fun stuff with it. I am, however, a little bummed out that they introduced li- lizard people and did not go anywhere yeah. with it. <laughs> oh, by the way. And I think <laughs> part of that is because that is such a not great area to tread in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know much about the history of that? And it's really bad connotations. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, basically, for our listeners who might not know, um, that like ridiculous conspiracy theory that like you know there's lizards people in like the world, particularly in like celebrity circles in the government in positions of power, and um, a lot of this conspiracy comes from incredibly anti-Semitic origins. So it was not great to have Henry Kissinger of all people be one on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, they did lizard people for a second, so I'm kind of glad they didn't, actually, now that I'm talking it out. I'm like, hmm, yeah, I probably shouldn't fuck with that too much. That's really, really awful, so. Yeah. Should just not do that. Plus, it's very, like, V, it's been done. So. They probably could have just left it out, period. It didn't really add too much to the whole. They absolutely could have. <laughs> lizard people are to Death Valley what people think aliens are to Asylum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could have just not, and it would have been okay. But I don't. I don't disagree. I think the aliens are, you know, they have a good purpose in asylum. But whatever. I'm a contrarian when it comes to the aliens in asylum. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that's the thing, right? It's like we also had aliens on, um, on. Uh, well, is, is that like our thing? Is like the fact that they impregnated a character, like in asylum? Do you think that they're just like? <sighs> regretting throwing everything in the kitchen sink into every season and like running out <laughs> maybe and so now they're just like maybe, we're just gonna honestly. we're gonna pull back and just do like one thing a season and so, even though technically they kind of revisited vampires and aliens it's still kind of like one thing per story right and they were really shitty vampires uh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah the hotel vampires are yeah, iconic. they, they were they ever. were no countess um, etc yeah no they were not um yeah so Maybe a little, and I think also that's a big part of them having all this new talent behind the scenes as well, mm-hmm. is I think that it's, you know, giving them a chance to sort of realize they need to pull back. I think you're right, honestly. 
because there's so many seasons like Asylum, like Murder House that just throw so many things in where you're just like, oh my God, what are they going to do next season? And eventually that caught up with them. Because <laughs> to be fair, they kind of had a, they rehashed as well in 84 because a lot of that was ghost as well. And like the idea of being trapped. In one oh, spot, for sure. Et cetera. For sure. But you know, the way they did it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, you can tell, you can use the same sort of theme or a character type, but there are different ways to tell stories. So I'm glad that they're sort of exploring that a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So yeah. And it, ha- it half worked for the season, I guess. <laughs> I think I, I definitely mostly enjoyed it quite a bit. The stuff in the past was great. I could have watched the whole season. Well, I, I was talking about season 10 as a whole, saying that, like, it worked better for Red, for, um, Death oh, Valley than oh, Red Tide oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, justice for Macaulay Culkin for being in a bad season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really, I really would like to see him in a good, I would like to see him back and not in that, so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. No. Even though people did love and, that and part need, of the season, so. But that part's the only decent part. Like, everything else sucks. Mm-hmm. The only cool parts are Evan Peters' character, um, Francis Conroy's character, Macaulay Culkin's character, and most of Sarah Paulson's character, mm-hmm. honestly. The rest of it was shit. Oh, and Dennis O'Hare. But he's great. He's never bad in anything. It should go without saying. I don't even need to say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I there were... I just want Dennis O'Hare to be a lead someday. <laughs> <sighs> if only. I know. Why? Maybe he's busy. I don't know. You know how those things are. I guess. I do. Um, there was one kind of air quote connection I did notice between the two halves. And that has to do with how we kind of ended it. With Angelica Ross, Leslie Grossman, and a baby all being our final girls. (laughs) So. That is true, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and I'm just I'm just loving Angelica Ross. Also, she's been great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was really good on Pose, so I'm glad that she's still getting to do stuff in in you know the Ryan Murphy world. <laughs> yeah, she was good on '84 um, as well when she was on. So she was. Yeah, yeah, totally, absolutely. Where do you think they can go from here? <sighs> well, I know they said that they're going to do another, uh, allegedly another Coven one. With all that universe stuff. I swear stuff. to God, Rachel. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Um, it's not necessary. No, I agree that it's not necessarily. But that that's what apparently... They have an no. idea for, like, I guess the third part of their, like, I guess, Coven trilogy or whatever. Well, I've noticed that Ryan Murphy's kind of like Tarantino and that he just talks out of his ass until it actually happens. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll say, like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I want to make this. But then, like you know, five years later, it's like, well, he made one thing, you know, like, so until it actually happens, I don't trust anything he says he's going to do. Yeah. So. Let's see. Let me look, let me look at the wiki for future seasons. Yeah. He said the witches from Coven Apocalypse will return a future season. And we've been renewed through season 13 at the moment. So there's for sure, I know. air quote, three more seasons coming. Do you think... Do you think they'll split any more of them? Like... I don't think so. I feel like that was the gimmick for the season was that it was going to be two stories. They do like having a gimmick for it. So, yeah, you're probably right. Um, it's, it, it, was very, it was very much kind of a Roanoke gimmick in that way where it's like, we're doing something weird and different. But, yeah. Yes. Like, I, uh, um, what else could they like do? That's a good question. I want to see one that's more like some stuff... past. I want more like just complete season set in the past. Me somewhere. too. Yep. Yep. Me too. 
Give it to us, you cowards. Mm-hmm. Because they've always been fun. 84 is fun. Asylum is, you know, I mean, I think it's fun, but it's a bummer season, but it's fun. Um, it's like how, uh, it's like how a lot of horror writers will talk about how they like to do things either in the past or find a reason to do things in like a secluded place, you know, because when you have things like cell phones and stuff, it really mucks up the joint in terms of horror. So it's always good to do things in the past and to make like technology limitations part of, you know, what whatever's going on. Because, mm-hmm. so. yeah, it keeps it a little more pure. So have we had anything in the past seasons where it's been like kind of more of a creature feature where it's like a gremlins or a... um stranger things kind of like enemy i guess you would say where it's like something completely not human and not alien i guess either um like as a main thing i don't think so have we had like werewolves i don't think so i want werewolves rachel i could go with the creature feature (laughs) i know that's what i'm saying like there's an option i love werewolves werewolf Um, cryptids like in general we haven't really had yeah, cryptids would be fun. I'm kind of surprised they haven't done that, considering how popular cryptids have been the last few years. Give us Mothman. <laughs> um, Give him to us. Yeah. So I guess maybe something like that, you know? I remember just back in the day after, like, maybe Murder House or Asylum, when people would just talk about all the things they wish they could see. And I mean, um, there was one I think they've never really done, which is it'd be cool to see them do, like, a legit-ass, like, cross-country like Bonnie and Clyde or natural born killers kind of thing with a twist. Mm, okay. You could even make that part of your cryptid story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hire me. I'm I'm not represented, but um <laughs> <laughs> I got ideas. Oh man, yeah. Is there anything else to mention about this season? No, I think it's pretty cut and dry like we said, so I think it's easy to talk about. Um yeah. You want to you want to wrap it up? Sure. Well, Guys, thanks for listening to this kind of little, like, month-long deviation from our main hero's this journey. month-long deviation. Uh, yep. In another universe, there was a, a hero's episode in there at some point, but that just didn't happen. Um, but that's well, okay. It would be fun to commit to the bit, but yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, you know. Well, my bit is always being like, well, there was supposed to be something here, so... <laughs> Yeah, and I'm and I'm the one that's like, no, there wasn't. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so have a great rest of your spooky season. We'll be seeing you next time for some heroes talk. You ready for that? Woo, strap back in. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. So thanks for listening. Bye bye.